Well, I'm glad you're with me again today. We're continuing our study of attributes of God, characteristics of God, and we're talking about his forgiveness. And we're looking at the story Jesus told of the man who was brought by his four friends, who was crippled, who was, who was a paralytic, and how Jesus healed him. But before Jesus healed him, Jesus gave him forgiveness. And Jesus showed that forgiveness is our greater need. And if you need forgiveness, you have to recognize that need. And, of course, all of us do need it. And then Jesus wants us to realize that he is there to forgive us. He said to this man, your sins are forgiven you. What Jesus said surprised the man's four friends and really alarmed the religious leaders astounded the people in the crowd because everybody thought because Jesus was healing people that day that Jesus was going to say rise up and walk because that was obviously the man's need but it wasn't his greatest needs and a stir rippled through the crowd as the four men in the roof uh, opened up the hold and dropped their friend down to where Jesus was and I think it's, it's significant that they were willing to do whatever it took to bring their friend to Christ and to get him the help that he needed. But only God can forgive sins. That was the question of the Pharisees, the religious leaders. Who are you to forgive sins? How can you do that? You're just a, a man, but he wasn't just a man. And what Jesus was saying to us is through the cross, I've provided forgiveness for you. Through my death, as I paid the penalty for sin, I provided forgiveness. For your sins, particular sins, specific sins. To forgive means to remove, to cancel, to send away. Jesus said, I've provided a way by which your sins can be removed as far as the east is from the west. Another place in scripture, <clears throat> he says, your sins are put behind my back. Another place, he says, your sins are buried into the depths of the deepest sea. A Vietnam veteran who in Vietnam had killed a large number of the enemy had not been able to get over all that he went through there. He was confined to a hospital for months when he got back, and the hospital staff, which was led by a Christian physician, was convinced that his illness was the result of his, his inability to forgive himself for taking those lives. One day the doctor came in and said to the man, I want to tell you that your sins are forgiven. What did you say the man said? The doctor said, I have authority on God's word from Jesus to tell you that through Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. That day was the beginning of a healing for this veteran of battle and war and death because he found in Christ the forgiveness he so desperately, desperately needed. And we need to hear that same word. God says, I give authority through my son to provide for you forgiveness. And the religious leaders and the scribes had no concern for the man who can forgive sins only God, they said. And they were all, all about trying to get something on Jesus. They said he was blaspheming, that he was a blasphemer. But they were wrong because he was the son of God and he could certainly forgive sins. Isn't it interesting that sometimes people are more concerned about their positions or their views are there attitudes about things than they are about people? In fact, that happens all the time. You see it in politics. You see it in religion. You see it in every area of life where people just don't even, actually, they really didn't see this guy's need. 
They, they really didn't care about his need. All they cared about was trying to, to get something on Jesus. And it's, it's sad to me that people can so miss the purpose of life to know God and to make a difference in this world and the lives of others that we get so caught up in our own little areas, our own little attitudes, our own little beliefs, our own little philosophies that we miss people right around us who need desperately the touch of Christ. Jesus was able to, to read the, the thinking of the Pharisees and said, why are you thinking in your heart and why are you reasoning in your hearts? Which is easier to say your sins have been forgiven or rise up and walk. But in order that he goes on to say, but in order that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, I say to this paralytic, rise, take up your stretcher and go home. You see, once he rose up and began to walk, he began to glorify God. You say to say that your sins are forgiven is enter, and it is difficult to prove, except over a long period of time by Godly life, is to say the truth. But to say someone who is paralyzed walk and they get up and walk immediately. You can tell what happened. So Jesus was saying, I've forgiven this man, and that's within him, and you don't see outward evidence necessarily, but now I've healed him. You see outward evidence. He's walking. He couldn't walk. The same word I spoke earlier was as powerful. The man's sins were forgiven, but this man can now walk. I produce both the healing and the cleansing. I believe more than anything else, this was revealing to us who Jesus really is and really was then on earth. He was God. He was the Savior. He was the one who can forgive sins. He's the only one that has that divine authority. That is the message that he wants to share with us today. He says your sins are forgiven, but you've got to realize your need, and you must realize he's provided it, and then you must receive it. Forgiveness is received by faith. In verse 20, Jesus said something that may sound strange to us. Seeing their faith, friend, your sins are forgiven. He saw the faith of the four men who brought their friend to Christ, but they, he also saw the faith of the man. I don't know whether the man who was paralyzed initially had faith in Jesus, but his friends did. They, they believed Jesus could meet his need, and it may have been that their faith spread to him, and as they went through all the trouble to bring him, all the trouble to take the roof out, all the trouble to let him down in front of Jesus, that his own faith began to grow that this man, Jesus, could really meet his need. And when Jesus said that, he realized that everything that he had hoped and prayed for had taken place, that he was healed, but he was also much more than that, healed on the inside. He had been forgiven because he had believed Jesus could meet his need, and only Jesus could. You see, the little bed he had been lying upon was now in his hand and not under his back. And he didn't have to lie on it. He, had, he could carry it. And he went everywhere praising God, full of joy. And his testimony rings out for people to see. And people were astonished. People began to glorify God. And they said, we've seen remarkable things today. And you and I can experience that same kind of forgiveness if we put our faith and our trust in Christ and if we bring to him our need. Joseph Newton told of a man who was deeply aware of his sins and deeply in slavery because of his sins, not knowing what to do, was wandering around on a country lane in England years ago. He walked and walked until at length. He sat down exhausted behind a great hedge 
After he had been sitting there for a while, he heard two girls talking on the other side of the hedge. They were speaking to one another about a sermon they had heard at a London church. One of the girls asked, said, the preacher said, uh, she said, I heard that preacher speak, and I never forget one thing he said. It gave me a big lift. The other girl said, well, what was it? The preacher said, the world will always say, you made your bed, so you must lie in it. But one greater than the world said, take up your bed and walk. Your sins are forgiven. When the despairing man on the other side of the hedge heard those words, the shadow was lifted from his soul. He put his faith in Christ, and he literally took up his life and walked. Forgiveness is one of God's great attributes. He is the great forgiver. Trust him to do that for you.